You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. Now it's time to welcome back Barry Wood, but this time to deep dive into the US. How are things in Washington, D.C. today, Barry? Oh, well, we had a cool day. It's uh, peak summer here, Stephen, but uh, the sun shone and it was not too hot. So it's been a wonderful day. Oh, sounds perfect. Well, we have a very hot weather warning here in Hong Kong, so it sounds very different. Anyway, when we spoke last... Actually, let's come back to the question, because I didn't give you time to speak earlier. I just said, say yes or no. It was about if AI becomes sentient, should it have the same rights as humans? And you said no. Do you want to just expand on that a little bit? Well, first of all, because laws apply to people, and there's no way that you can make artificial intelligence, as we understand it now, a person. There's no way. Now... We could be fooled, and that's one of the problems that I think we face. You won't be able to tell not just what the news is accurate and inaccurate. You won't be able to tell if you're speaking to a person or if you're speaking to a bot, a robot, an artificial intelligence-created person. So I, I use that term advisedly there at the end. Entity, I think, would be a better term. So, no, I, I, I think you cannot do that, but it's going to be very hard to discern who is a person. Such an interesting topic, but we better move on to the uh, financial news. When we spoke last week, news is out that Meta was going to launch Threads. Well, it did, and in less than a week, it already has 100 million users. It's growing even faster than ChatGBT. Are you on it yet? And do you think Twitter and Threads are going to each find a different niche, or can you see it going head-to-head -head in a social media equivalent of a cage fight? Right. I'm not on it. I did try to put the Threads website on my laptop. I could not because I realized that you had to reach it through Instagram. Yeah. I think the question is, Stephen, are you on it? No, in a word, but I am on Twitter. <laughs> I am on Twitter, but I will move to Threads. Yeah. Got to get round Look, to it, though. This is, this is a phenomenon. <laughs> it is growing so quickly. And a lot of that is the alienation that Elon Musk has engendered since he took over Twitter. He is a new CEO, Linda Baccarino, but we're not hearing from her. Clearly, what Meta or Facebook has launched through Instagram is a huge threat to Twitter. I mean, you've had not just the 100 million that you spoke about, Stephen, but you had 30 million sign-ups in 18 hours. Yeah. Now, a lot of this is based on the fact that Twitter has changed a lot since the Musk takeover. Not only did he get rid of the whole moderation department, but he fired maybe half of the whole staff of Twitter. And he has become such a free speech advocate that many people who would like some moderation don't want to see such alienating and volatile speech on the website. So there's a lot that's going to change for both these entities in the next few weeks and months. But so far, it's remarkable. Let me just mention a couple differences. On threads, there is only a single feed 
and that includes trending posts. Twitter, of course, has separate feeds for you following. Threads has can only be accessed through the Instagram, whereas Twitter can be accessed through any browser. Threads has no direct messaging, no DM service. It has no hashtags. But all of these things are in early development. After all, we're only talking a little over 10 days since the whole Facebook app or Instagram app at Meta was launched. That's right. It's still very early days. I hope they start bringing out figures other than just signups, because really that's pretty meaningless. We need to know what the regular users are. Anyway, hardline Republicans threatened to block budget bills, raising the risk of the fourth US government shutdown in a decade. I feel like it's Groundhog Day, as I thought they came to an agreement a few weeks ago. What's happening, Barry? Well, these are the real hardliners within the Republican Party caucus in the House of Representatives. I don't think it's going to go anywhere, Stephen. It's early days. Look, the Republicans have a dilemma. They want to cut government spending while increasing government spending on the Defense Department, which, of course, is already huge. So how do you reconcile the two? That means you have to to cut social programs. You'll never get that through the House, whether it's Republicans or Democrats, because there's too much of a constituency to protect those programs. So early innings, I don't think it's going to happen. You're not going to see a shutdown early, and I don't think you're going to see one September 30th. Okay, sticking with US politics, last week we also spoke about Trump and Biden, and you said you didn't think both would be in the race. Well, I guess an alternative to Trump is DeSantis. On Sunday, he he said he would take steps to revoke China's permanent normal trade relations status if he won the 2024 White House race. What is meant by permanent normal trade status and how well, negative it's, would that uh, be? Yeah, it mm. used to be called most favored nation, MFN. Mm. Now it's called normal trading status. What that means is that goods can come in under World Trade Organization rules, which means very low tariffs. But you see what's happening here. Donald Trump is winning more and more among all of the Republican primary voters, those who are thought to be Republican primary voters. And with an additional indictment from the government, he's probably even going to become more popular. DeSantis is way behind. Nikki Haley is coming up. All you can say is it's early innings. But I suppose if you remind me of what I said, Stephen, I may be wrong. I mean, maybe Donald Trump is going to be the candidate even from a jail cell. Now, on the Joe Biden side and the Democratic Party, I would hold to my view. I think it's much too early to say that he will be the candidate. A lot can happen. This is a man who's already 80 years old. I notice he he skipped the dinner in Vilnius at the NATO summit. Uh, he is having some difficulty, but he travels a lot. He's been lots of places and he seems to cope very well. Too uncertain at this time, Stephen. OK, got it. And we do have recorded the statement you made that the two probably won't be <laughs> candidates. Let's see. Let's see. Anyway, thank you as always for your insights, Barry. That's Barry Wood, RTHK's international economics correspondent. The